Perak Aleph, Mishnah Gimel. Elu, the following things, Chayavin Mechal are obligated in Mechala, Upturim, Mena Maisus, but they're exempt from Maisus. They're exempt from Trumus, and they're exempt from Maisus. Haleket, Vahashikha, Vahapea, these are the various Matnas, Aniyam, the gifts to the poor that one gives off of his field. We learned about this back in Mesach Kepea, Leket, Shikha, and Peya, that one gives to the Aniyam is exempt from Trumus and Maisus, but it's Chayavin Chala. Similarly, Veha Hefker, things that are Hefker. And here we're referring specifically to tefuah, the grains that were made hefker before the meruach stage. Normally they would pile up the grains into a pile, then they would smear off the top, and that's what would begin like the chiyah of Maishwas stage. So here he made it hefker before he did the meruach, and therefore it's exempt from trumas and Maishwas, but still chayv and chala. We learn out that kol elu, all these are exempt from Maishwas, as the Pasuk says, Ubahalevi the levi will come to you, for he has no chilek in your land. The levim do not get a chilek in Eretz Yisrael. So they come to you and you give them, you know, the various matnas aniyim. Sorry, the various uh, trumas and maestras. And we're referring to the kohanim as well. Kohanim and levim did not get a chilek in Eretz Yisrael. So the pasuk says, Uba levi ki He has no chilek in your land, so give to him. Give the trumas to the kohen, give the maestras to the levi, etc. So Mimash Yesh Nachav now which is to you, the Ain Lo, and he doesn't have your obligated to give Trumas Maishas. God Lekat and Shikha and Pei and Hefker, he can have a portion in it easily. Because if he's an Adi, he can take it for himself. Therefore, those items are exempt from Trumas and Maishas. However, Chal and Evelas are chab, they're, they're obligated in Chal. Another case, Maishar Rishon, Shinit Lut Trumaso. We know that Maishar Rishon is given to the Levi, and the Levi takes up a Trumas Maish and gives it to the coin. So Maishu Rishon, Shemus Maishu was taken off, that is going to be Chayev and Chala, but it will be exempt from Maishu's. Another case, Umaishu Sheni, the Hektish Niftu. One who has Maishu Sheni, or he has Hektish, his food, that's Hektish, Shoshaniftu, then it was redeemed, the Kedusha was transferred onto money or to something else, so that which is left over is going to be exempt from Maishu's, but it's going to be Chayev and Chala. Because that which is left over is regular chula now. So it's chayav and chala, but it's exempt from maizus. Umosar ha'omer, the leftovers of the carbon omer. So what is this referring to? The Mishnah explains. The omer was brought from shalosh san, from three sa'ah. Meaning in the motzi yamt of a region, the motzi yamt of the first day of Pesach, they would go out and harvest the sa'ayim and the barley. For the, me- the measurement, they shalosh san kamach, the measurement of three sa'ah flour. Since it was acquired with money of Hektish, they all become Hektish. All three saw become Hektish. After they grind it up, they would sift the flour with 13 sifters. They took out one Isara, there was a chosen Isara, and it was very, very fine and cleaned very well. And that, they would bring as a sacrifice on the 16th of Nisan, like a call carbon milk, like any carbon milk. Now, the leftover, we had most of our own leftovers of the Omer. The Kemach Shanisha, the flower that was left over, after they brought this Isaron as this carbon, is called the Mosar Omer, the leftovers of the Omer. And what they would do is they would redeem it, they would transfer Kedusha onto money in order to make the grains into Chulun. And then afterwards, anybody can eat it because now it's Chulun. So the mission is coming to teach us that this Mosar Omer, after Shinifta, after it's redeemed, it's Chayat and Chala, because the Chayat of Chala is from the time of the rolling of the dough. At the stage of the rolling of the dough, it was regular chulun, so it's chayav and chala.
but nevertheless it's exempt from Meisers, because the Chi of a Meiser is Chal takes effect, Bishas Meruach, we said that they would pile it up and then Shmir off the top of the pile of grains. So the Chi of a Meiser takes effect when they do the Meruach, very Bishas Meruach, by the time of the Meruach, Adain Hektish, it was still holy, it was still Hektish. Meruach, Hektish, Potem, and Meisers. One of those Meruach and Hektish is exempt from Meisers. And the Mishnah concludes, another case, grains, that it did not grow a third. One of those grains that it did not grow a third yet is exempt from Maisris. As the Pasuk says, Asir to Asir is called Tfos Zarecha. So we learn out Davashu Nizar Umatzmiach, something which can be planted and they can grow. Yes, this comes to exclude grains, it did not grow a third yet, because if you plant it, it will not grow. So it's exempt from Maisris. But it's Chayv and Chala. Because called davar habalidechimut, anything that can be leavened is called lechem and schayef and chala. So to these grains, even though they didn't grow a third yet of their growth, still uh, even though even they didn't grow a third of its growth, it could still come with the chimas can leaven, and therefore the yeast of the dough which is made from it is called lechem, called bread and chayef and chala. Rabbi Yezer, um, Rabbi Yezer says, Tevua, grains, Shalohi Aviyashlish, they didn't grow a third yet, is Tua is exempt from Chal. He argues on the Mishnah. And his reason that Yisham explains is because it says by Chal, the Pasuk says, Ketchumas Goyren came to remove Osa. So he darshans out, just like the Truma of the Silo, one does not bring chuma from something that did not grow a third. So to Chala, one does not bring Chala from grains that did not grow a third yet. Though we don't follow like Abeliezer, however, he argues on the Tanakama. And Mishnah Dalad, Elo, the following things, Chayavir and Mises are obligated to Mises. Uptur and but are exempt from Chal, the exact opposite. Haorez, rice, Vahadochen, Dochen we had earlier is millet, Vaparagim, Paragim is poppy, Shumshumin, sesame, kidneys is legumes. So alpha P, even though Shaisame Elo, you make from these things, Isis Lapas, you make from it dough for bread. In Yisasim Chayavis Pachadir, dough is not Chayav and Chala, like we learned back in Mishnah Alash, Kosh Enim Akamish Meyadagan, if it's not from the five grains, Chitim, wheat, Sirim, barley, Kusman, Spelch, Shul, Oats, Shifon, and Rai. So since they cannot come, lead the Yechimas, they cannot leaven. In Yisasim Chayavis Pachadir, it's not Chayav and Chala, rice does not leaven, milk does not leaven, therefore they're exempt from Chala. Avil, however, Chayav from him, but Maishas, they're obligated on Maishas. Because anything which is ochlet's food and it grows from the ground, gudilam aretz, is chayev in maisers. The Mishnah says further, upachos mechameshas revam betavua, less than five quarters in grains, meaning one who has tavua grain, haosa pachos mechameshas revayakav kamacha, made less than five quarters of a kav of flour, it's obligated to maisers. But, like we learned in the introduction to the Masechta, Avil Isa, dough, which is made from flour, which is less than the shear of five quarters of a kav, is exempt from chala. Like we explained back in the introduction, it's got to be at least five quarters of a kav of flour, which is five lug, which is about two and a half liters, because that's a significant gift to give to the coin. Anything less than that is exempt from chala, because we learned that it has to be like a gift. Less than this measurement is not deemed a gift. However, in Maisus, it's still Chayav and Maisus, because at the end of the day, it's food, it grows from the ground, it's Chayav and Maisus. Sufgan in the Mishra says further, Sufgan are uh, loaved, baked some, uh, some kind of spongy dough, the Haduf Shanin, and uh, honey cakes. Uh, the Mishra says also, Vaheskeritin, one who has dumplings, the Chalas Hamasres, one who has pan fried cakes. 
So all of these items, kol ilu, they're not baked in an oven. Einam ma'afetana, they're not baked in an oven. They're exempt from chala. In addition, medume. So we had this back in Masechta Truma. Meduma is someone has a sa, one sa of truma that falls into less than a hundred sa of chulen. So this mixture is called medume, and we give it the status of truma, where it's usher for a zar, for a Yisrael, to eat from it, because there's truma inside. Truma is only nullified if it's one in a hundred. If it's one in ninety-nine, it's not nullified, and therefore the entire mixture becomes usher. It's forbidden for Yisrael to eat it. So kal elu, all of these things are patrum min exempt from chala. And the reason for Medumah, the Mepharshim explained, because the Pasuk says, Reishas Ariso Seich, on the first of your dough, Chala will be Chala Terimu Truma. So we darshan out, not something which is already Truma. You don't give Chala from something which is already Truma. So Chala, this Medumah, because this Medumah is in this mixture, we deem it as Truma, it's forbidden for Yisrael to eat from it, therefore be exempt from Chala as well.